Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Monday, March 13th. U.S. stocks turned mixed to close out the day, which follows a sharp decline last week amid turmoil in the banking sector. The uneasiness that came after the recent collapses of SVB Financial and Silvergate Capital has been exacerbated by the closure of Signature Bank in New York over the weekend. In M&A news, Pfizer confirmed that it reached an agreement to acquire cancer drug maker CGEN in a transaction valued at about $43 billion. Treasury yields tumbled and the U.S. dollar dropped while crude oil prices saw pressure and gold rallied. The economic calendar was dormant today, but will heat up tomorrow as the Consumer Price Index, or CPI, will be released, beginning the development of the February inflation picture. Asia finished mixed, with Chinese and Hong Kong markets rising, and European stocks fell amid heightened volatility due to the turbulence in the banking sector. The Dow Jones Industrial Average declined 91 points to 31,819, and the S&P 500 Index was down 6 points to 3,856, while the Nasdaq Composite increased 50 points to 11,189. In moderately heavy volume, 6.5 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 6.1 billion shares changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI crude oil lost $1.88 to $74.80 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price rallied $51.10 to $1,918.30 per ounce, and the dollar index fell 0.9% to 103.66. In equity news on Monday, The stock markets attempted to stabilize after tumbling last week in the wake of the failure of SVB Financial Group, ticker symbol SIVB, as well as crypto-related Silvergate Capital Corp, ticker symbol SI. The closure of Signature Bank, ticker symbol SBNY, over the weekend has added to the concerns toward the banking sector and fueled uncertainty about contagion in the financial markets. However, the Treasury Department, the Fed, and Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, or FDIC, have enacted several measures to contain the issue. For a look at what our experts think about the recent stock market drop, read our latest article titled, Bank Failure Pressures Stocks. Fixed income strategist with the Schwab Center for Financial Research, Colin Martin, notes that the U.S. banking system is still relatively healthy. Capital ratios, a measure of banks' ability to cover their loans, have declined over the last year but are still at adequate levels. Meanwhile, he adds that although markets are still pricing in additional Fed rate hikes at upcoming policy meetings, concerns about the financial sector have helped push down the expected peak rate. Schwab's chief investment strategist Lizanne Saunders notes in her latest article titled Caveat Tor: Important Market Shifts Underway, Now, given the topsy-turvy nature of the market thus far in 2023, it remains crucial for investors to know what they are buying, especially as it relates to growth, value, and quality. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders, and you can read all of our market commentary on our Insights and Education page, and you can follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research.
In M&A news, Pfizer, ticker symbol PFE, confirmed that after talks that began in February, it has reached an agreement to acquire cancer drug maker CGEN, ticker symbol SGEN, for $229 per share in cash in a transaction valued at about $43 billion. CGEN traded over 10% higher. In economic news on Monday, Treasury rates continued to tumble as the yield on the two-year note plunged 66 basis points to 3.94%. The yield on the 10-year note fell 17 basis points to 3.53%, and the 30-year bond rate lost two basis points to 3.68%. Bond yields remain under pressure as the markets wrestle with uncertainty regarding if the Fed may change its tightening campaign a bit sooner than expected, in the wake of the recent turbulence in the banking sector. Schwab's chief fixed income strategist, Kathy Jones, notes in her latest article titled How to Prepare for Landing, how a soft landing with declining inflation but positive growth would be ideal. However, she points out that turbulence appears likely. Kathy offers insight on how to handle it. You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones. Tomorrow's economic calendar will mark the start of February's inflation picture as a read on the Consumer Price Index, or CPI, is forecasted to rise 0.4% month-over-month versus the prior month's 0.5% growth rate and be up 6% year-over-year compared to January's 6.4% increase versus a year ago. Excluding food and energy, the core rate is expected to increase 0.4% month-over-month in line with the prior month's uptick and advance 5.5% year-over-year. February's NFIB Small Business Optimism Index is also on tomorrow's docket. In international news on Monday, the stocks in Europe fell sharply, with losses in the banking sector remaining after last week's failures of SVB Financial Group and crypto-focused bank Silvergate Capital Corp., which was followed by the closure of Signature Bank over the weekend. Concerns have continued regarding the ultimate impact of the global financial system, even as U.S. regulators have stepped in to try to contain the fallout, and as HSBC Holdings PLC, ticker symbol HSBC, stepped in to buy the British arm of SVB Financial. The turmoil in the banking sector has caused some speculation to ramp up that the Fed may pause its aggressive rate hike campaign, while focus will be on this week's monetary policy decision by the European Central Bank, which is expected to raise its benchmark rate by 50 basis points. The Bank of England is expected to offer its monetary policy decision next week. Despite the recent choppiness in the markets, equities in the region have had a strong start to 2023, buoyed by signs that warmer-than-expected winter weather may help the region avoid an energy crisis, as well as China's reopening. Schwab's chief global investment strategist, Jeffrey Kleintop, discusses in his article titled The Everything Everywhere All at Once Rally, how despite market volatility, inflationary pressures, and a potential earnings recession, a rally involving stocks, bonds, and some commodities that started in November still persists. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. The euro and the British pound rose versus the U.S. dollar, while bond yields in the eurozone and the U.K. tumbled. The U.K. FTSE 100 index was down 2.3%. France's CAC 40 index and Germany's DAX index dropped 2.7%. 
Spain's IBEX 35 index tumbled 3.2%. Italy's FTSE MIB index plunged 3.5%. And Switzerland's Swiss market index traded 1.1% lower. The stocks in Asia finished mixed with Chinese and Hong Kong markets rising. Well, Japanese equities fell, with the global markets continuing to grapple with the weakness in the financials sector. The uneasiness has come on the heels of some failures at banks in the U.S. that has fostered uncertainty regarding the ultimate impact on the global financial market system. The turmoil in the banking sector has caused some speculation that this may prompt the Fed to back off of its aggressive monetary policy campaign. Meanwhile, the Bank of Japan left its rates unchanged, as widely expected on Friday. Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop discusses in his latest article titled, Are You Focused on the Wrong Central Bank? How while investor attention is on the Fed, changes at the Bank of Japan might bring shifts to the economic environment impacting the global markets. The markets are digesting late Friday's economic data that showed February Chinese lending statistics came in above expectations, while India's industrial production grew at a larger-than-expected pace for January. Japan's Nikkei 225 index fell 1.1%, with the yen gaining ground against the U.S. dollar. China's Shanghai Composite Index rose 1.2%, and the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index increased 2%, led by the technology sector. Australia's S&P ASX 200 index declined 0.5%, South Korea's Kospi index decreased 0.7%, and India's BSE Sensex 30 index traded 1.5% lower. Tomorrow's international economic calendar will introduce Australia's business confidence, the UK's labor data, Spain's CPI, and Italy's industrial production.